Welcome to the Digital Marketing Podcast, brought to you by TargetInternet.com. So hello and welcome back to the Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Kieran Rogers and today, listeners, we have on the line uh, in Los Angeles, a gentleman called Matt Green. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about Matt Green. He's the founder of Evo Films. And if you've ever looked at Evo Films, they do some really incredible uh, kind of creative video uh, stuff, all sorts of uh, big brands. So hello, Matt. Hello, Kieran. Tell us a little bit more about Evo Films. First of all, thank you for having me. Uh, it's great <laughs> to be on the podcast. Um, very excited. Um, Evo is a uh, full-service creative content studio. We grew up as a kind of post-production company, doing a lot of editing, color correction, graphics kind of work. And uh, over the years, we've expanded our kind of skill set into shooting, branded, and commercials. We also do a lot of front-end, you know, creative ideation and concept work and development for clients. And we almost run the company now with kind of two strands. One as like a kind of executional, you know, production resource and one with kind of front-end, more agency-minded creative development, coming up with ideas, developing those selling them through and then executing them. So, um, yeah, we try to be as much as, as we can, a one-stop shop for our, for our clients. And, uh, you know, uh, we're lucky that the industry has kind of moved in, in favor of hybrids like us, I think. And, uh, you know, we're enjoying a, a good time right now. Fantastic. So, Matt, I've got you on because I really want to explore kind of building and creating effective video. I think it's a really hot, hot topic for marketers right now. I should I should add Matt and I go way back. So I I met Matt when I first started uh, working in marketing, and Matt, you were you were with me for a, for a I short know, while. I did. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we used to we were understudy. Well, we we were we we were at the top of our game at that time. We were, we were stuffing <laughs> brochures, we were making teas and coffees, we were doing the photocopying, weren't we? Yeah, so I make a mean tea. He, he really true. he really does, and his coffee his coffee is epically strong. Yeah, he's that got me through quite a few good 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 difficult mornings. That stuff definitely. And you're still drinking it now, like you. I am. Co- yeah, I am. I'm gonna have a little slurp in a minute. <laughs> so you, you've moved out to to America. Who, yeah. who are you creating films for? Okay, so I mean, you know, the, what was what was awesome actually off the back of the work that I did at UKSA and uh, working with you and the marketing team is I had that opportunity to go and uh, get some work experience at Sky TV in the UK. So my whole background was, you know, then within you know sports broadcast in the UK, and through the connections there, I um I landed when I started the company ATP, the Association of uh, Tennis Professionals, as a as a client of mine and um, they were excellent. I was working with the team in Europe to create, you know, bespoke promos and and digital content Mm -hmm. from a small studio in North London. And it was that connection and relationship that led me to, to America. It was basically that that allowed me to grow the company here. So ATP has has been, um, you know, has had been a client for, for a long time. But, you know, from then we've gone on to work with the likes of uh, Red Bull, Google, um, Samsung, you know, Kettle One, uh, a whole variety of brands. At the moment, we're working a lot with Major League Soccer here in the US, which is, um, you know, a rapidly growing sports franchise here. 
And uh, yeah, we're really, really excited to, you know, kind of here on the West Coast and, and working with some of the most interesting brands in the world. So how effective is video for brands, Matt? I think it's extremely effective. I think you've seen over the last, you know, uh, five to 10 years, an explosion in the way and in the amount of content being consumed. I mean, I use that term content. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a pretty broad term now that encompasses a lot of things beyond video. But with video specifically, I think that it's become a almost the most important tool in terms of brand marketing you know people are consuming huge amounts of video content on a daily basis it's a great way for a brand to be able to use that kind of platform um, to get their message across and brands are able to tell more and more unique stories now through the um, medium that is video and i think it's a really exciting time for the industry so what makes for a great creative video brief because i'm sure everything pivots around that doesn't it it's kind of the foundation of a good of a good pro- project and i guess i'm asking this you know for our listeners uh, a, a lot of them will be you know potentially putting together briefs so kind of what what right. tips would you give us as as marketers trying to tell great stories and create a really yeah, great sure. great great brief it's an interesting question i think first of all it starts with a lot of detail you know the more detail you can give us the more we're going to be able to you know we're going to be able to tell your brand's story. What sort of detail are we talking about there? Well, if, 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 if a brief's coming in on a project, I think one of the things that we've suffered from a lot in the past is, you know, just like, hey, looking for a video, needs to sell our brand really well and, uh, you know, uh, want some cool graphics. You know, like, that doesn't really help us deliver something effective for you, you know. So what we first of all need to understand... You can't just do stuff. Just yeah, do stuff. Do, do crazy stuff. Apparently, there's not a make video button on my keyboard yet. <laughs> there probably will be. Um, so, you know, in order for us to kind of do the best job, I mean, I actually think to get to the brief stage even, it kind of starts with a download. It starts with a kind of a meet and greet, a chat about what your needs are, us finding out about your brand story, getting that download and and starting a kind of collaborative relationship right at the very start. I think that's where Evo is very successful is, is doing that first kind of onboarding thing. Okay. So, so in a way you've, you've really got to explore what the target of the video is before you start coming up with ways to, to execute it. Right. Right. Exactly. And so from an onboarding process and allowing us uh, to understand your brand and giving us as much detail about who you are, where you come from, and what messages you want to communicate with this particular project, we can then start nailing, you know, a specific uh, creative video brief. And, you know, with that, you know, obviously the obvious things come in there like timeline, budget and schedule. I think for any video company, not giving them the idea of what you want to spend is always a mistake because look, you can make video for $2,000. You can make video for two million dollars so you know really you know giving an idea of like brief uh, in the brief of 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 scope and scale of what you want to achieve and and some of the the components that you would like but then more interestingly like you know detail about if it's a product what is that product how you want to talk about that product you know onboarding us with brand guidelines and anything else like that that just gives us a really comprehensive view of like who you are as your brand and what this particular ask is. So Matt, does it help if people don't have fixed ideas about what's going to be in the video or how the story is going to be told? You know, can those ideas that marketers kind of have and come to you get in the way sometimes? Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, look, at the end of the day, we as a creative, you know, content company, you know, you're coming to us 
for the expertise um, on the creative front. I think a lot of the times we'll see people, you know, especially in the marketing realm, you know, you understand the language of video so well now, you have ideas about what makes great content, but, you know, great content starts with just great ideas and you really need to rely on your creative resources, A, companies like us, to help you figure that out. And I think sometimes brands go a little bit far, too far down the road, marketing teams go a little too far down the road in like already exploring what that might look at, look like, especially the bigger brands who have potentially, you know, bigger in-house teams who do a lot of this stuff. But look, if you really want killer creative, it really starts with getting the creative people to have as much freedom as possible. I think once you give us all the information about kind of what you're looking for and who you are as a brand, how you want to speak to your audience, we can then go away and think about what's the best way to solve that problem with the most you know, spectacular creative, if you like, for that particular budget. Leaving the creative shop, the opportunity to come back and wow you without, you know, boxing them in too much is also very helpful. So, you know, I think, you know, those steps are just like, give them as much information as possible, but let them have the freedom to, to create. And what, what is the creative process you go through once you've kind of outlined where, where you're going with these sorts of things? Each project is different, but of course it starts with getting our team together on our side and, you know, looking through all that information that we've gathered from maybe an initial, you know, chat with you and, uh, a, a, and a few email exchanges about, you know, what you're looking for. And really just, you know, sitting down as a group, as a, as a creative team and figuring out and spitballing about what some of the, the solutions to your to your problem might be. And I think it's that it's it's that part of the process is really important it's early on it's brainstorming it's having a safe space where you can throw crazy ideas out there and start seeing amongst a group like what what works and what doesn't and that's where you know we really rely on like a small team of pretty awesome creatives here to kind of you know take your needs ingest those and then start thinking about what the the, the best ways the coolest ways are to kind of execute a really great video so matt what's the craziest idea you've ever heard in in one of those meetings that you never got the chance to do but you'd always wished yeah that would have been great well i've been in a few where i've stupidly said yes to them (laughs) so um you know one example is like i I was in one of those um those meetings and i was uh partnering with another company and they were like well we want to uh we want to we want to shoot these the, these athletes at the top of the empire state building um at three in the morning and i was like that's crazy and yeah we want to we want to jib up there and we want this and we and so uh you know i was like well that sounds cool we should probably do it and we made it happen and we you know we, we shot this crossfit spot for reebok at the top of the empire state in new york <laughs> at three or four in the morning and it was a it the, the 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 other crazy part of that was they wanted the video turned around by the next day and uh we had to deliver that as well so you know it was like working through the night straight into create this piece of content so that's that's one of them that was definitely uh, more challenging and then just recently we're working on a project that um that has a lot of moving parts but uh um and some very crazy stuff going on but unfortunately i can't talk about that because oh. i'm under nda so. <laughs> <laughs> well we look forward to to seeing what it is so wh- where, where do brands often go wrong with video I think trying too hard, 
you know, I think everyone wants something to go viral still, and there's no secret source to that. Otherwise, someone out there would be making tons of money doing it. I think really, you know, authenticity, I think, is the key touch point at the moment for all brands. It's like trying to remain authentic, trying to speak to your audience in an authentic way, I think is you know, is is the most meaningful thing right now. That authenticity, let's just explore that. Where can that go wrong? How does that kind of fall on stony ground and not take seed? Well, I think what often happens, and, you know, uh, I've I've dealt with this a bit myself, is that, you know, like a brand wants to speak authentically to a certain audience, a demographic, for example. And, you know, you onboard the client you go through the process you come up with something really great everyone buys into that but the concept starts to get tinkered with there's various stakeholders further up the food chain starting <laughs> to have their their involvement and like well we need to speak to this but this section of our audience as well and like hey we feel like we're alienating these people over here and like there just becomes a lot more cooks in the kitchen and and essentially you know the problem with that is creative starts to get a little sanitized and at the same time you start to come at it from so many angles that I think you push the content into a place where it's feeling you know you you miss that you miss that mark I think to create really authentic content you have to have a little bit more of a relaxed hands-off approach Um, and that's not to say it's like like not produced it still is but I think we've we've learned you know, the hard way that we have to kind of stand up for ourselves in that creative process and say, hey, trust us to get you the, the, the vision you want and, 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 and give us the freedom to do it our way. I can see that. I think, I think you know, there's the difference between great, great artistry and you know reducing great artistry down to almost like a paint by numbers thing where you've got to have this and you've got to have this and it's got to be that color and that color um you know it stands to reason doesn't it you're not going to get that that whole kind of creative thrust and and flow absolutely take if you interfere too much absolutely i think that's been you know if if you want to ask me one of the problems that there's been with video is that everyone thinks they know video now and everyone has the language of video but like to create really great stuff and you look at you know the great filmmakers like tarantino and christopher nolan and 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 these people at the top of their game and what separates them is genuine artistry it's experience and it's talent and when you come to a video production company you know i think it's always good to kind of approach it with the idea that this is the talent that's helping you execute a vision and give them the freedom to kind of do that and and it, and it shouldn't be paint by numbers it should be i think audiences want to be surprised and there's there's i think we've kind of hit a saturation point now which i'm glad about because i think for years we were heading that way and i think to cut through the noise now you just need really great ideas and to get great ideas you have to have creative freedom and i think you know brands the smart brands are realizing that now they you know they're they're trying to, you know, give their agencies and their production companies and content studios they work with creative freedom to create more more special content. All right. So I, a, a lot of our listeners won't have necessarily the big budgets to, you know, go work with an agency. Yep. Are there any kind of tips that you can give somebody wanting to just create their own brand films? You know, I think a lot of people, you know, we see it in our industry, get hung up on what you're, what you're shooting on. Um, what your editing software is, who's finishing it in terms of color and graphics and things like that. All those things matter to create great content. But the first and foremost thing is 
you know, a great story, uh, a great idea. And I think I would challenge anyone like, you know, you can at Dollar Shave Club is a great example. They brought out. I don't know if you can share it with your with with your listeners in a link or something. Yeah, but, yeah, we can, we'll, we'll add um, it to the show notes. Yeah, yeah. But there was a you know a fantastic you know video that did go viral a number of years ago here in the US, and it's for Dollar Shave Club, who are based just around the corner from where we are. And the reason why the video was so successful it was it was it was cheeky, it was fun, it was playful, and it had just a great idea behind it. And the execution was smart and somewhat slick, but it, it had this rough and ready quality. It wasn't super premium and. That video did so well for them, and the company recently sold, I think, for a billion dollars. It's it it just goes to show like what how important the idea itself is. I think so. It doesn't have to be about budgets. If you haven't got the budgets, spend the time. Whether it's you know working with a a freelance creative, or it's um, you know it's if if you're looking for something that's more text driven, a great copywriter. I think just spending the time to give the idea and and the and put thought into you know the the front end creative process is so much more important than how you shoot it how much money you spend on shooting it and the talent you have and the rest of it that all comes into it and that that's the the bit you can scale but you can never really in my eyes you know it, you're cheating yourself if you if you skimp on the creative process at the front end. All right, so I'm going to push you. What what would be your percentage weighting between the the the, the main thrust of the idea and all the all the polish and razzmatazz that that the industry kind of puts onto these things? I'd say seventy percent of it for me, especially from Evo's perspective, seventy thirty in favour of like the creative up front, and that's why I think we like to do stuff where it's our creative that we see through to the end because it's better as a result. We also know how to, given the budget, maximize the dollars, which I think is also what brands are looking for, right? You know, we we say, okay, well, this is the budget we have to work within. Here's our idea. How do we maximize this idea within this the given constraints of this budget? And let's do that accordingly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can go out there and you can shoot on the high-end cameras like the Ari Alexa, the Alexa Mini, but, you know, the budget might support something that's a bit smaller in footprint and, and less premium, but it, it, we can still deliver great results. So um, I, I just think it's, it's, it's really about, you know, putting the effort and the time into to, to the, the, the creative process. If you, if you want to stand out, I mean, look, you can go out there and hire any video company who can go and do a recap video of this or a product launch of that. But like, <laughs> like what's going to set you apart, what's going to cut through the noise and it's killer ideas. And that's where you should invest the time and money, I think. So the big question on everybody's lips these days, Matt, does, does length matter? As much as people say it doesn't. We're oh, talking, we are about, talking film. about video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this is um, this is interesting. I think one of the things that we've seen recently is a move towards branded documentaries. So brands paying for documentaries and and funding documentaries and branded TV series. So branded content has been you know commercials elongated into small you know branded films, but that's kind of now growing into and we're pitching on some of these right now branded series where you know there potentially is three four five episodes that are 
more in the kind of vein of a, a typical cable TV show. And I think that's where we're going to see a big change. Um, I think people are still interested in longer form content. Um, you know, there's been a, a rapid trend over the years to short form, short form, short form. But, you know, people are consuming a vast amount of longer form content on those platforms like Amazon, Netflix, um, you know, Facebook uh, are trying to get into this game now, you know, YouTube Red. Ev everyone's seeing the trend back towards, you know, longer form content. Uh, and by that, I mean everything over kind of like 15 minutes. So I think it does only in the sense that I, I, I still believe that the length of the content should serve the creative itself. The content and the creative should should dictate the length. I think people get too hung up on oh, well, we need to create this 10-minute series. It's like, well, that's great, but, you know, you're only shooting for this length of time and to drag it out to 10 minutes is going to feel far less effective than the same concept at two minutes in duration. So I think, you know, that's really what it's about. I think people are consuming content all kinds of lengths at the moment. Um, but I am seeing generally from the stuff that, you know, we've been involved with that there's, you know, outside of commercials, there's a, there's a move back towards kind of, Things, things a bit longer in length. People are living um, with things a little bit longer and and digesting things at greater length. So, yeah. Okay. So sticking on our length theme, what, what are your thoughts on portrait or landscape? Because this has been a huge, huge debate. And I know for a long time, you know, the creative industry resisted the whole uh, sort of portrait portrait shot films. I've I, I've been up in there. I've I've struggled with them for a long time, but I'm beginning to see that actually they just offer all sorts of creative opportunities when when you start to look at yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I think you know our eyes are um, you know essentially arranged in landscape, <laughs> uh, you know, array. And I think for 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 us always as as video professionals, we're probably going to want the majority of our content to be consumed in you know a 16 by 9 type fashion uh landscape however you know so much content is now being consumed on phones that i genuinely do see the advantages for brands doing uh portrait based video i prefer it personally when that content is more motion graphics driven we're working a lot with rebel racing at the moment and you know a lot of the work we do for them on their social across all their social channels is you know, 69 versions, then one by ones, and then the portrait versions as well. And all of which are effective. But I see that particularly the motion graphics based hits in portrait are very, you know, because they fill the whole frame of, of, of the phone, I've been very, very successful. So I, I, I think it's, it has its place. I don't necessarily want to go out and watch a feature film tomorrow in, in portrait mode. <laughs> <laughs> but I certainly see the value of it as you know, an, an alternative way of, of distributing content. So you don't think anytime soon people are going to be turning their HD TVs on their side? It would make no sense to me. <laughs> Zero sense. So, uh, yeah. So in terms of some of the digital channels, um, you know, I, I, certainly with, with video, is it all about Facebook and YouTube or are other platforms, you know, really holding their own? Where do you go as a storyteller? For me, I mean, um, you know, our, the brands we work with are, are often liking to distribute on whatever their own platforms are. So, you know, Facebook, YouTube, 
are, are the main ones. Uh, Instagram, you know, we have a lot of our clients who really focus just on Instagram now, actually, since it's it's become so popular for video and more and more people are spending their time in that space. So, you know, Instagram and Instagram stories is, is definitely is definitely one thing. Outside of that, I mean, I go to consume the content that I watch. I, I really stick to the bigger streaming services. I was a cord cutter um, a year ago, which is, uh, you know, a, a big, a big change and movement that's happening here in the US. I, I now pretty just so just 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 explain to that what cord cutting is. It's got nothing to do. It's got with nothing labor. to do with labor. No, it's it? got to do no. with like right, okay. you know, foregoing the traditional um, cable TV bundle like a, a subscription of, of multiple channels for more tailored okay. on-demand services. So I actually, in my house, I have a couple of Apple TVs and I, I have subscriptions to HBO, Showtime here in the, in, in the US, and then Netflix, Hulu, and uh, Amazon. And, that, and that's where I get most of my content from. And that's because, you know, I'm watching longer form stuff, series, films, and documentaries is on the most part. And then my, my kids are, are obsessed with, you know, toy videos on YouTube. So that's obviously a big part of our, our house as well. But it's all streaming. That's it. And I think, you know, we're just going to see a, a huge move towards towards that. And that's how we're going to be, you know, distributing branded films and, and commercials, you know, for for the near future so matt thanks so much for taking the time to, to to chat with us if we want to find out more about evo films where do we go what should we do uh you can find us online boom <laughs> at <laughs> evofilmsusa.com there you can find a host of our work and learn a little bit more about us and yeah if anyone's interested please do drop us a line we're always looking to work with new and exciting brands and uh, and have the ability to collaborate with with awesome people i think we run a, a very you know tight knit small small team over here but we have global reach so we're an interesting proposition and we look forward to to working with you all Thanks very much for listening to the Digital Marketing Podcast. If you want to continue your learning in digital marketing, get over to targetinternet.com and sign up for the free trial of our digital marketing e-learning platform. There's over 140 bite-sized courses for you to try and lots of other learning resources as well. So get on there and sign up for the free trial.